This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank oh, on the Radio. No. Sorry, I was just looking at a that. hot dog on the television. <laughs> <laughs> Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> and yes, they are paid to laugh if you're wondering. So, um, good morning to you both. Good morning. Tomorrow. It's kind of... Uh, Kind of really ended. So, um, here we are. I, um, oh, I'll tell you what I saw this week. Here's a thing. Here is a funny thing. Yeah. I saw a man capering on no. his own in like sports gear. What? Do, I don't know what that means. Capering is a bit like what um, Dorothy does in, um, yeah, I beg your pardon. In, uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, that sort of... Oh. Do you remember when you were a child and, if you know, those moments... If you ever felt jubilant as a child, they call it skipping, but it, there's no oh, rope. Yes. No rope involved. Isn't that just skipping? I'm, I'm not familiar with this. No paper. rope involved is uh, one of the coloured handkerchief singles, signals I use <laughs> at the S&M Club. I've always called it skipping, but, you know, I'm going to change that to Well, if that's thing. skipping, how can, with the mm. rope thing, be skipping as well? It doesn't make any sense. That's like saying his eating is the same as driving. OK. <laughs> We've all had a drink. OK. <laughs> I have, but not since September the 24th, 1986. <laughs> Nevertheless. Um, so has that become... Is that a fitness thing now? Anyone out there, I 12, 15, um, capering or skipping sans rope, brackets... <laughs> Is that because this was a guy? It was a guy. He didn't look troubled. He was in sports gear, dressed for skipping. Yeah, dressed for you know. Like he might be running. Maybe he runs later and and warms up with some uh, some capering. Some capering. <laughs> yeah. What I'll do is I'll uh, caper for ten, <laughs> and then I'll do like five k, a bit more caper. I'll caper down, caper yeah. down at the end. I think that would suit you. Paper, no, I, he made me. I was a bit embarrassed on his behalf. Were you? I'm saying have, something. I um, I remember kissing a lady many years ago, and she capered in excitement, Did just you? around me. Did she? Yeah, I don't know if it was ironic or not, but it was. <laughs> it started charming, and then it was. We will never be a long-term relationship. About uh, third circuit. <laughs> I was, was going to say, that, that's no, a short shelf life. Yes, no, no more capering. That was what I thought about it. Anyway, uh, I've think... never told that story to anyone oh. before. Is that, is and that... you know what? It's good to get it off my chest. <laughs> Absolute radio exclusive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, what I strange, love this. What a bizarre excuse. God, yeah. the papers will be full of this. <laughs> Post-kiss capering, uh, rocks, three lion star. <laughs> Do you yeah. think there's lots of sort of jubilant expressions that could become like a fitness thing? Ten minutes capering, five minutes jig. Punching the air, maybe. Punching the I air. I suppose they do do punching the air. That's seven, basically what sparring is. Yeah, seven minutes clod hopping. Mm. What's clod hopping? It's bad dancing. Oh, okay. Is it's, it? It's from, it used to be illegal to beg. And so you had to do something for your money. So oh. they would just do a bad dance. And be like, I'm not begging, I'm dancing. And people are paying me for my lovely dance. Oh, so oh is that who great? knew that? Yeah. That's, a, um, a sort of stomping dance that a oh. tramp would do, clod hopping, yeah. Okay. I'd like to uh, I'd like to see more of that. Say so I could double money if you prefer to <laughs> clod hop. <laughs> no, is that bad? 
I'll take that back. What are ski sticks? I see a lot of old people with ski sticks on the Hampstead Heath. What's that doing? I've seen those. Are they worried about flooding? They're cropping so they can up. get home. <laughs> get home like the the, uh, the invading crafts in War of the Worlds. <laughs> just hoist it off. <laughs> what are they for? Um, um, wildlife. Everyone what, listening what, uses what, those. What, what the hell are you doing? Sometimes no, you see them... Those a lot. Sometimes you see them like seven or eight squirrels on each point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've never seen that. Anyone, uh, anyone who capers for a fitness thing, let me know. And if anyone uses ski sticks, why? Frank Skinner, Skinner on Absolute Radio. 610. Hmm? In his interview with Louis Theroux, Stormzy did a form of capering to warm up. Yes, he does do capering, Stormzy, and even as part of his live performance. He capered? Oh, it's hero capers a bit. Michael McIntyre capers. Yes. Doesn't he caper on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I guess, in jubilation mid-show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing he capers off. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to slink off after you've capered <laughs> on. 438, dear Frank. I u- <coughs> I love dear Frank. Um, yes. I use ski sticks to walk every Saturday morning. It's called Nordic walking mm. and is an all-over fitness workout. It originated in Norway to keep muscles fit for cross-country skiing when there was no snow in the warmer months. That's Ali and Sutton, but works okay. at the Norwegian school in London. Oh. Didn't know there was a Norwegian school in London. Mm. Well. Well, I know how they get there in the morning. <laughs> get the there ski poles th- out. There aren't ma- many Pierre Novelli sentences that begin, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I hope they all arrive with their... With their with their ski poles. I hope that's how they get in. A brutal school if you want a day off for snow. Oh, God, no chance. No. No. They're strong, very. But the buffets there will be. (laughs) A Norwegian hotel buffets, honestly. Heaven. I really like Norwegian. You don't? No, I really do. Oh, yeah. Mm, Okay, we've sorted that out. (laughs) No, there won't be any complaints about derogatory remarks about Norwegians. Um, It's because my mother told me I had to go there. When I was very young, she said they're the best-looking men in the world. Did she say that? Yeah. I was going to go there, but I couldn't (laughs) afford it. So, um... Sorry, Pierre. I went to, um... Chivalry all over again. <laughs> oh, don't. Chivalry, chivalry. The joke that continues to torture me. <laughs> I, um... I, I went to a wonderful place on uh, Saturday. Oh. I went to London Comic Con. OK. I don't think I've ever felt... Um, my brother-in-law said to me, you, you look really happy. He says, you're with your people. <laughs> <laughs> and I really felt that. I really like people who like comics and superhero movies and the like. Even manga, which I don't really know about. Mm. Um, loads of people had dressed up. It, it was brilliant. I saw three Moon Knights. Three? Right? Three. But two of them, one, I, I, watched, I saw a Moon Knight coming towards me and I'd just passed one. And I watched, and as the Moon Knights passed me... Do you know Moon Knight? A, no, I was looking at you pretending I did, but I've, I've okay, been completely got, frank, I have no idea what Moon Knight is. He features in a new, uh, a new Disney Plus series. He's oh. a comic character of some 
Where's what? white? Not white. Is, is there that... any other characteristics or just the wearing of white? Um, the name's a pun, I think, because the bloke's called something night. Okay. I haven't seen the series myself okay. yet, but I shall. Is it a benign, benign figure? Well, I think he's 18, the series. He's oh, okay. quite crazy in the comics. He's quite violent. Yes, exactly. Oh. Anyway... As one passed the other, there was a slight acknowledgement I noticed, <laughs> which I loved. <laughs> All right. All right. Very, co- very collegiate moon nights. I lo- it reminded me as I used to have a. Um, I used to have a the original Beetle, Volkswagen Beetle. Yes. And if I ever passed another one, it'd be a little, little wave, sometimes a, a little <laughs> on the horn. Um, yes, I had that with my classic Mini. Little smile, Isn't little it nice? cross town wave. It was like, yeah, we're in the club. Isn't it nice? Mm. Or sometimes if I met a fellow alcoholic on the night bus. <laughs> I mean, that's less now. What is <laughs> what is today? Look, about for a texting. What is the uh, current um, slight acknowledgement um, thing? Who do you see that you say, all right, we know? Yes. I love it. Oh, I like that. There's a real sense. The whole thing, it's just a beautiful, unthreatening place. People who love what, you know, this stuff. And they'd all gone to buy comics and get, um, I'm going to tell you straight out, I had my photo took with three doctors simultaneously. Oh. Um, been there, I had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the press were on me like um, vultures. <laughs> Um, you intimated to me there'd been uh, outside worldiness. I did intimate that. We have been talking about, well, you were talking about the Moon Knights acknowledging each other yeah, at Comic Con. So some of our readers have been in touch with ways in which they acknowledge each other. Uh, according to Garp, has tweeted us to say, fellow Labrador walkers. Oh, really? Hmm. Uh, Richie Rich, other Millwall fans, a visible badge on a cap or a top. Oh. Three stages. One, clock the badge. Two, knowing nod and a thin smile. Three, move on. <laughs> now that is to do, isn't it, with a, a, there's a sense amongst Millwall fans that they are, you know, no one likes us, we don't care. Yeah. And I think that increases the camaraderie between them. <laughs> Joe Thomas, fellow bald men under 40, a gentle nod of compassion. No way does he do that. <laughs> no way. How would you know? I think you'd have to slightly point to the, uh, the, the head. The gentle nod of compassion I really like. Also, yeah. as you nod, you show your qualifications. You do, that is true. <laughs> yeah, very true. I, I always do. That's the trouble with these clown trousers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway. if you ever walk down the street and Prince Edward, for example, has smiled at you, you know why. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying. Uh, we've also got uh, 814. I drive, he still writes. I drive an ex-Amazon van. I'm always getting waved and flashed by Amazon drivers. Oh. They're quite the friendly community. Of course, I've seen that. If you're in, like, an Addison Lee car, you'll see another one go... But since I always assume they know the person, not a general, oh, we know. About working for Addison Lee. <laughs> I like seeing the bus drivers acknowledge each other, particularly, you know, when they pull up at lights and they take the window down and they'll have oh, a little yeah, conversation. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. That is, is it nice, nice. I think that's nice, okay. yeah. I, I, am, I was sitting there talking about us <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> what do you mean? 
got a guy on, got a guy on here who, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Got a bad one. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I once had a terrible um, failure of trying to do some mutual acknowledgement where I'd had uh, I was on the tube and I had gone to watch the Springboks play at Twickenham. Right. But I was going to a thing after the game, so I had gotten changed because I couldn't show up to this thing in a rugby top. No. So I had it in a, my bag, and on the tube there were a South African couple still wearing their you know their uniform. Yeah. And so I said, oh, uh, I was at the game just now. And my, my shirt's in my bag. And the guy just looked really upset and said, uh, I said, I had to take it off to my bag. And he said, why, were you ashamed? Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, but I'm, I'm was, filled with regret now. This wasn't <laughs> when we, we weren't eating the fruit. It wasn't that period. Oh, it no. wasn't that period. No, oh, I, no I can see why that... Um, I'm yeah. too I'm too I'm too young for that not to boast. No. No it's all right. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> Where's your gentle nod of compassion? Yeah, this guy had a chance to gently nod and he he said something bizarre and emotive. I don't get any um nods of acknowledgement. What about that. from other comics walking down the street? Oh, I, I remember they Helena Bonham Carter stopped me once and said, I think we're supposed to speak yeah. to each other, aren't we? Which is really light. <laughs> I was going to say, there is the celebrity thing, isn't there, presumably, that you have the... Oh, yeah. If you don't know a celebrity, let's think of someone, Peter Jones from Dragon's Den. Yes. If you saw him in the street... Yeah. How, how would you behave? I'm Peter Jones walking along. I mean, the audience can't see this. Um, and I look up. What do you do? Yeah. And I make eye contact. Do I, think, you, I think he'd smile. I think I'd tell him about my um, floating bore with a bath plug connected to stop overflowing baths. I wouldn't. And then say, 20 quid? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Hardware store over there. Let's go in and see how much it's going to cost. <laughs> no, I would say hello to him, yes. That is true. But, I mean, we can't really throw out... You know, yeah. what celebrities do you say hello to as a general texting? No. I don't think. I saw Will me and Self. You can, me and you can do it. M till the cows come <laughs> out. <laughs> I saw Will Self in Paddington last night. And I was, Did you? I sort of thought I'd, lo I'd love to go up to him and compliment him, but I don't think I have the vocabulary. Oh, <laughs> well, here no. we go. Old brains <laughs> over here. Yeah. I, um, Your books are good. Yeah, yeah I, I I wouldn't be 100% certain he'd be friendly either. No, I was that's just right. going to say, yeah, I'd ha the, reception, the reception could go one of two ways. Yes, I think that's true. I mean, I, I don't want to do him down. Can I just say 369, morning, I always acknowledge other staffy owners. Oh. OK. Um, thank God he's felt <laughs> that right. <laughs> And a banana. Other parents of twins during oh. the double buggy years, mutual nods of exhaustion. This is, by the way, uh, people acknowledge each other in public. That I, when, um, when me and my partner had a baby, we, we, we were part of what they call an NCT group, which is a fascist organisation <laughs> run by hippies, <laughs> which encourages w women to breastfeed whether they can or not and to have mm. natural birth regardless of all uh, issues. Mm. Nevertheless, um, so we, it's, it's a way of paying to make friends. 
And so, so we all had babies at the same time. We went out for our first outing. I love that you go. It's a bit strange, isn't it? It's like you've had a baby, we've had a baby. Let's be yeah. friends. We've all got a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the only people who aren't bored by us talking about our baby. So we went out. It was about eight of us all took our babies to a pub. Funnily enough. And as we were leaving, a woman was coming in with um, a twin thing, and we spontaneously applauded. <laughs> just seemed an impossible thing to do to have. What? Twice? Twice this? <laughs> impossible. So I can understand uh, that acknowledgement. Uh, seven, seven, eight. Motorcyclists always nod at each other. That's Pete from. Do Suffolk. they? I can see that. It's I'm going to look of... out for It's quite quick. You've got to get your nodding sharpish. <laughs> yeah, nimble. Behind me. Anyway, let me, let me go back to the um, Comic-Con. So I saw some great... Uh, I saw there was a raw sash. You know, oh. um, from um, Watchmen. Oh, uh, yes. Some of you will know the raw sash test. Well, I was fold, thinking of the test. You fold, Well, his name's after that. His mask has got one of those on it. So you fold a piece of paper... And you open it up and said to the person, what, do, what does that um, look like? Some people call it the ink dot test. Do they? they? Okay. Yes. I think it was invented by Ross. Pierre. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and um, so he'd got, he looked great. And I thought that's one of the few, there aren't that many for the older gentleman. The um, Comic Con. When you say he looks great, so his face was an ink. No, but he'd block. got all the rest. He hadn't just got that and then trainers and a t shirt. I was going to say, what was the clothing? He got the trench coat and the uh, trilby and all that. He, he looked brilliant. I saw two examples of um, Team Rocket. Oh. Team Rocket, a uh, vegetarian superhero group. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would have swallowed that. Yes, um, they're from uh, they're po- they're a sort of subsidiary of the Pokemon franchise. Are they? Uh, anti heroes with an antagonists yeah. in the Pokemon are they, world. Are they human, Team mm. Rocket? Yes, I think I've seen. That's not Ash, is it? No, that's no not Ash right. is. There was an Ash. There. Oh, I saw I an Ash. Right. Yeah, there was. There is. A, he's one of the main. Uh, Pokemon. I thought he was rather uh, handsome, actually. Oh. Yeah. I think he's 12 oh, in dear. the cartoons. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. I do apologise to everyone listening. I didn't know. That wasn't made clear to me. You were Th- thinking of Brock. He looked about 40. Team Rocket, a very handsome um, man and a very sort of a very attractive woman and then a sort of a cat type creature yes <laughs> which is That's beyond like studio which is beyond <laughs> definition <laughs> meowth yeah but it was great to see all that um and then i saw freddie mercury and i just thought well that's someone who's just got the outfit and thought i mean is that all right <laughs> was it a good one it was a good freddie mercury Had they they wandered off stars in their eyes? I I don't know. He did appear through dry ice. (laughs) Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, um, one of the reasons I was at Comic-Con was my brother-in-law was involved in a panel. Mm. You ever been to uh, any panels, you know, when inter- the, someone interviews mm. the stars of a TV show or something of that nature? Mm. Mm. I get I get panel anxiety because they'll always have someone on who nobody wants to ask a question. And oh. the interviewer often sort of skips past them a bit and I start to get really... Uh-huh. You know, I, 
I'm the one who, when they have Q and A's at the end, they ask the. I'd like to ask the assistant floor manager, um, <laughs> "When's the last time you fell over?" Which is my standard question. If I can't think of any questions at all, I always ask people that. Okay. It's my chat up line. Um, I never had the chat up line. Um, so, but this was good. That uh, the, the interviewer spread it around quite well. So that was all right. And then um, careful. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know what I mean. And then I made a purchase. Uh, My son was with me and he was very... There was a store which only sold Tamagotchis. Oh. Now, do you remember... Are you aware of Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi, in case you don't know, is a Japanese sort of electronic pet... And there's one thing, if you mention the word Tamagotchi, there's one thing that people always say. Can you guess what that is? I think we should ask Pierre because... Go I'm on, Pierre. Pierre. Oh, what do they always say? Uh, oh, the, the little reset button at the back for when it inevitably dies? Well, they always mention it dying. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that never... There's nothing else you get. You never say, oh, I've got myself a Cavapoo. But you know they die when they're about 12. <laughs> oh, oh. But Tamagotchi... As you say, there's a little um, hole thing at the back. If they do, you know, you just um, put a toothpick in and they spring back to life. I've seen it work with the elderly. (laughs) But um, people always mention that, even to a small child. You know they die, don't you? Yeah, we all do, dear. Anyway, what I needed... You know they die. (laughs) Yeah. When I got back at home, because I I never had a Tamagotchi. I was pre-Tamagotchi. I had a slate, slate and chalk. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, if only there was someone... You had a grandmother, Frank, if... who remembered the teacher coming into the class saying, girls, I'm afraid there's been some very sad news. Queen Victoria has died. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a shocker. <laughs> anyway, um, so what we needed was someone who knew about Tamagotchis. Anyway, the doorbell goes, it's Emily Dean. Who took up the Tamagotchi <laughs> reins. Fabulous. It's an already done two poos, this thing. It'd only been on ten minutes. I just got, I got on with dysentery. How did this happen? <laughs> Is there a dysentery model? <laughs> um, anyway, it's um, you have to give it... But you were great, Em, I have I? to say. You really... Um, I've ne- it, was, it was a lot of work. It did... I said... To, I was saying... To Frank, it felt like looking after Elvis. All it wanted was food, and frankly, play play with me drugs, and then yeah, ask I'm for afraid. medicine. And medicine, it was oh, really? it was requesting medicine every five seconds. I couldn't keep up with it, and I I didn't feel it was responsible to keep giving it those dosages. No, it's it's a very strange thing to have in the house. It's very demanding. And um, I don't mean Emily, I mean the, the time of, <laughs> the time of God. I'll take that, I'll take that. Yeah. And, of course, the first thing my partner said was, well, you can't have it in your bedroom. But, I mean, it needs, you know, if it wakes in the night. <laughs> anyway, apparently not long to wait. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I wish that hot dog documentary would finish. <laughs> My mouth salivating. 
don't um, think I've ever seen a hot dog documentary. I'd like to. Yeah, hot documentary, they'd call it, or something like that. It's the <laughs> title. Uh, John Hopkins has been in uh, touch with us. Hopkins. Years ago, after my granddad died, we bought my nan a Tamagotchi. Keep it light, John. We bought my nan a Tamagotchi. Oh, oh that's uh, nice. To yeah. keep her company during you the week. You associate them with nans, do you? <laughs> um, how dare you? I'm not quite a nan. <laughs> um, John Hopkins continues, this seems like a heartless gesture now. <laughs> when I asked how it was, she told me she'd had to use its batteries for her hearing aid because she couldn't watch Columbo. Wow. Well, that's the woman with priorities. Yeah. I like the idea of Columbo investigating the death of a Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. Mm. One more thing. When I asked yeah. for medicine, did you... Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't my, like the icon. My wife's a big fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't like the icon for the medicine. What, what, what it is it? It's a sort of needle, a very oh, sinister-looking needle. No. I, mean, I didn't know it was into these hard drugs. No, yeah. I'm, it's, I'm really, sorry. I'm it, sorry you had to see that. It really upset me, actually. I don't oh. want to be dragged down. No, I don't want hypodermics on a child's <laughs> toe. <laughs> Hypodermic yearning. Hypodermic yearning. Um, yes. In terms of nodding at each other, um, mm. Paul on Twitter's made me laugh with uh, nods of acknowledgement. My wife, as we pass each other on the stairs each morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. We've got in further Tamagotchi news. How are you with passing people on the stairs? You know that thing that if you cross on the stairs, it's bad luck. You okay with that? It rarely happens. I'm I've too, only got yeah. a dog at home. <laughs> I'm too wide. I just let them have the stairs. And <laughs> yeah. Wait. I was interviewing uh, PJ Harvey this week and I asked her if she was superstitious because her, um, her new poetry book, All Am, has got a lot of superstition in it. And she said, no, no, I don't walk under ladders and stuff, you know. And I said, oh, that's health and safety. I'm not counting that. And I said, I salute magpies. And she steadily sort of admitted that if she saw one magpie, she under her breath said good morning Mr Magpie <laughs> we've, we've had that in from Grumpy Dad oh. on Twitter the noble magpie is always acknowledged which sounds like a line from a haiku oh yeah single magpie always gets a full salute sometimes I have to disguise the salute as a sort of brush of the hair exactly me if there's people around I'll pretend I've got an itch over my right eyebrow and say morning Mr Magpie <laughs> to you the see magpie. I'm so impressed that you can recognise the magpie Oh, God. Can yeah. you? Yeah. Are they just crow with white markings? No. Well, one of the great myths about the magpie is that it's black and white. Is it not? What colour is it Well, then? it has a beautiful flash of blue on it. Does yeah. it? Oh. A sort of blue neck stripe thing. Is that thing. right? Yeah. Who or like on the knew? edge of the tail. It sheens. It yes. does. That's so it's what black it does. and blue? Well, it's black and white and blue. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll keep an eye out for it. Is like it, a foul-mouthed its... Mother Superior. What's its physique like? Is it is it sort of rotund like the pigeon? No, you know I mean? that's, it that's sort of a, a beautiful bird. Sleek, yeah. What's Attra the stomach like, though? Has it got what I call the golden barrel? Well, of oh. course, it's attracted to gold, silver and all the shiny oh. things. That's mm. one of its... I don't, know, I don't want to give away uh, anything... 
give away. Well, it's, a, it's in... It's in <laughs> Spoiler alert, Magpie. Well, I'd say one of the great TV series of the last 20 years is Detectorists, and there's a Magpie mm. uh, theme in that. Mm. OK. Um, Can I... I will continue. I own a Faz. I remember being handed a Tamagotchi when meeting my stepdad at the school gates. Mm. I was absolutely ecstatic until he said your guinea pig has died and I realised the Tamagotchi was a trauma buffer. OK. OK. It's, it's interesting that Tamagotchis um, are being given to the bereaved in these stories, whereas all anyone ever says about Tamagotchis is that they're mortal. No wonder I've not said so many. I'm surprised. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm surprised it doesn't say on the... You know, on the box when it has, like, those flashes yeah. on the front, it just doesn't say mortal in a star. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Joanne Wood, ever since I've Do you know had... Joanne Wood? <laughs> no, but... Thanks, thanks for, for the, the tip. tip. Ever since I've had a runner's bum bag, first time marathoner, oh, okay. I get nods from other runners. They take me seriously now. Oh, see, I walk around um, often in a uh, silver foil cape eating a Mars bar. <laughs> and I get the odd uh, nod from people as well. I like uh, Darren, 1908, oh, yeah. who says... It's called Nordic walking, sir, and it's jolly good exercise. Okay. Oh. I like, it never really occurred to me. in Downton Abbey. So you, I could build my upper body, which, let's face it, is derelict land indeed, <laughs> um, by, by having two big sticks. Very good as well for, like... You wouldn't be worried about muggers, would you? No. If you'd got that two of those um, razor-sharp babies at your fingertips. It'd be a sort of three musketeers scenario. Yeah. I don't know if I've got the arm strength there to hoist one into the air when once pierced. <laughs> you could use the stick to lift the chin of an insolent boy. <laughs> that is good, good, good. And I might get some litter on a day I'm feeling um, environmental. Oh, I like good, good, good. Yeah. Is that the uh, follow-up to more, more, more? Make them up, go, make them up, go. We've had a lot of people getting in touch, really thrilled when they've come across Michael Moore Pergo books now <laughs> oh. as a result of uh, more, more, more. It's changed their view of him forever. Frank. I hope they're singing it in... Uh... Well, Gemma Bell said, I nearly spat out my tea <laughs> yesterday when I noticed the author of the book my son was given for his birthday. And it's called Morpurgo the Puffin Keeper. Oh, Michael yeah. Pergo the Puffin Keeper. And she's just tweeted, more, 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 in, in caps. Oh, good. I'm, I'd like the idea of people... Oh, here's... I, I, can I point out something I said this week? Sure. It shows me to be something of a buffoon. Really? <laughs> you know, when you meet, I'm always, you know, I try to contribute in uh, conversation. Uh, I'm always... You certainly do. I really try to make an effort. And I met Beth England, who mm -hmm. is um, a footballer of some note, Chelsea and, ironically, England. And... Uh, there was a use of ironic, Alanis. There like was him. a Mike England who uh, played for Wales, if you remember him. Anyway... So I met Beth England, quite exciting, England player. And I was asking her about 
when I first became aware of women's football, um, Doncaster Bells were one of the big teams. And I said, I didn't don't really hear of them now. And she said, I used to play for Doncaster Bells. And I said, are you from up there? And she said, I'm from Barnsley. And I thought, I've got to have a... Bar-. And I said, that is a weird coincidence. I had a Barnsley chop. <laughs> For lunch, you didn't today. say that. <laughs> that was my. Frank, why did you was, say that? What a small world! I said. What? And then after I thought, what am I talking about? <laughs> I think that's really weird, Frank. I know she must have thought, really. Imagine the equivalent. What would be the equivalent if you said you're from Birmingham? If she'd have come up to you and said, she said, yeah, we've got we got pollution where we live. <laughs> Um, um, the way she looked at me, I don't know. To, I assume she knows what a bar, but maybe she doesn't know what a Barnsley chop is. Maybe in Barnsley it's not a thing; they just call it a chop. It's just quite. You a know weird a Barnsley thing. chop? You're looking at me confused. No, I don't, I don't. I only know because yours goes on about Barnsley chop. It's like a double. It looks like um, a, a, a game. Do you do you game at all? Well, of course. It looks like if you can imagine a game controller, you know, the handset made yeah. of meat. I can. Yeah. That's keep what, keep that's, talking. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Lady Gaga. If they ever bring out a game where the, the controller is made of meat... Yeah, they then, won't, then, um, I'll be I'll, one of those people camping out, like, for a royal wedding. But Exactly, but... <laughs> Before it goes on the turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've only got three days. But honestly, what a small world I had a Barnsley chop for lunch this morning. Oh, thank I'm, I'm so embarrassed. I, I hope know. you don't see I'm... her again. She, imagine what she's telling people about You know, you. it's one of those things that when I look back on it, I can, make my, can actually make my cheeks go a bit red just thinking about it. <laughs> if it gets cold in here, I might be glad of that. By the way, I need to tell you boys about my night out. It doesn't happen that often. And it did this week. Oh, yes. I should say I didn't make um, the party of the year this year, the uh, Jonathan Ross's party. Um, I'll tell you something, though, in my house, is that the trick-or-treaters didn't use up the whole sweet bucket. Uh-oh. So the sweet bucket now is by the door. I have neither left nor entered the house without having a lolly, some Palmer violets, refreshers. I mean, oh, it's killing me. Did but you get? Did you get a lot of uh, custom on the night? Oh yes. Oh, and did there's, you? there's the polite ones who take one and say, and then there's the handful children. The grabbers. Mm. I don't like the grabbers. No, I don't like the grabbers. But you did go to the party of the year. I went to the Halloween party. Oh. Um, how, do, how do you feel, by the way, Frank? I wanted to establish. How are you on Halloween? Just in terms of your belief in things. Well, I, I'm OK with Halloween. OK, good. Uh, the, the following day is um, All Saints Day, so it's a holy day of obligation in the Catholic Church. So... Um, I I like going to church when there's discarded sweets on the floor and stuff like <laughs> that. And uh, I, yeah, I don't have a problem with it at okay. all. But it's I, what I like about it. Is I think it's taken some of the shine off the fifth of November, <laughs> which of course is a celebration of um, oppression. Absolute radio. Yes. Uh, a few words. You on asked. Me. Well, you asked. 
<laughs> a few words on costumes. Mm. David Baddiel. Every year, he, this year he came in a red jumpsuit. Now, I may have uh, got this wrong. I feel every year... Well, I don't know. This is a thing. A every year... <laughs> I feel he comes in to some... To him, that is an exotic... <laughs> I feel, David, our dear friend, but he does come in some sort of jumpsuit every year. And I feel what it is that we've all just accepted it's a costume, when really it's just a vague gesture towards oh, the concept no. of a costume. Is he it did, a costume? I have to defend him. He did come as Casper the Friendly Ghost. But that was a white jumpsuit. No, but it had, he had the big... Um, white head with the giant forehead. I mean, I adore the man. Was that a mirror <laughs> I saw? <laughs> what I want for me, what I want to know is, has he just got a rail, like a stylist's rail, with jumpsuits in every colour of the rainbow that he just wheels out every year? No, but what was, when you sent to him one of your comments, what was the answer? I, I didn't, didn't you ask? feel I could ask because oh. I feel he wears the jumpsuit with such confidence well, that I, I should know what it is. I saw him on. I saw his post on Instagram. I know what and he what, came as. Okay, he's one of the henchmen from Squid Game. Okay. Oh well. He did have the mask on in one of the pictures, but he. I thought that was a bowler it. hat. Oh, he had it on his head. Yes, there you go. <laughs> he pushed it up like sunglasses. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, Squid Games. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't know. Okay. You have, I presume, Emily. It's your kind I have, of thing. but I didn't go... I went as... Well, Frank, you know what I went as, because you urged me to. Well, you went as Coraline, which I think is... The um, other mother from Coraline, I went as. The other mother. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yes, as they say in the hip-hop community. <laughs> yeah. um, but you look great. You look. See, it's good to look glam and terrifying, I yeah, think, but, at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's what I was... Go- but then I found out she has button eyes. Well, of course. And I didn't want to have cosmetic surgery. No. Not for that, anyway. No, I don't mind a popper. I don't mind poppers <laughs> on the eyelids. Yeah, go on. Or press studs, as we used to call them. Um, I'm going to have to go... No, the to producer's the, making us go. The producer is being, I mean, borderline <laughs> abusive. <laughs> so let's go. We'll come back. We are coming back. We're not just going. I should say, we were discussing the Halloween party. Did mm. you see some of the costumes? There were some good ones I there. saw yours, because you sent oh. it to me. Jonathan. Saying, isn't this brilliant? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I said, I look great. You uh, did look great. Uh, Jonathan Ross, great costume. Oh, that was a great costume. Babadook. Are you familiar with the Babadook? I think he'd find that very scary. Is he Babadook? Yeah, he's Babadook. Frank won't watch that. He'll find that very... I didn't recognise him as Babadook. I thought what? he was someone else. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Babadook is a film. It's a sort of monster in the basement film. Oh, OK. Yeah. He monster wears in a the basement. Of... Does... Is the theme tune... Monster in the basement, I know, I know. No. OK. He has a top hat and sort of grizzly teeth. I think I've got a T-shirt that says Monster in the basement. <laughs> From my super lad day. The, the arrow's worn off a bit now, though, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, it, has. it I, know, has. I thought the arrow was a bit too much. There was a terrible incident, though, which I was responsible for. Oh. OK. I like it so far, this story. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you're thinking, more, more, more. I am. Look at my so, I'm very tempted to do that. Come on, see if I can, Let's see if I can find... Uh, never, I don't know if they move about these things. I can never find the damn... Uh, OK. 
I'll set you up. Frank, how do you feel about what me I like telling about the story? This is the way the producer has rushed to my aid. Oh, here she is. I'm going to set you up, Frank. How do you feel about me telling a story in which I am the villain of the piece? Hold it. <laughs> make them all purgo, make them all purgo. Make them all purgo, make them all purgo. Oh, the remix. I love the remix. I've never been into the second line before. It feels good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was so... Do you know, that took open courage. Yeah. You went then. I like that. Anyway, I'm at the party and I was hungry because I don't drink alcohol these days, so I need my food, Frank. You know mm. the feeling. Mm. I was standing with Adam Kay, the comedian, and author of This Is Going To Her, a friend of both And class, doctor. And doctor. So many strings to his bow. We were both hungry. And, we a, both... and a top man, I might say. Lovely man. Although, equally, similar to David Baddiel, bit sketchy on the Halloween costume You'd front. think he'd be all right. <laughs> Scrubs at the fingertips. <laughs> Most, I find, Halloween parties, I'd say 20% of the costumes are Scrubs-based. Yes. Bit of yeah. blood. Yeah. Stethoscope, you're done. Well, Adam McKay had a, a black shirt on. Right. black trousers. Okay. What did he go? as an East European puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't enough of that, I don't think. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, oh, the producer's at it. Oh, what's happened today? Time, Tempest, Fugitive. I'll, I'll just finish telling you about the Halloween party, my incident. Yes. I was with Adam Kay, as mm-hmm. we've established. He was wearing a black shirt, beautiful shirt and trousers. Uh, just didn't know. Perhaps he'd had a mask with it he'd abandoned. I don't know. Mm. But when I saw him, he just had a black shirt and black trousers on. OK. As you said, a bit Eastern European. You sure European. he wasn't catering there? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. here's where the incident comes in. OK. Because, Frank, I went over to get some food. They were distributing it, servers, but it wasn't getting to us. So I took matters into my own hands and I said, I'm going to go over to the pass and collect the food myself and bring it over. Adam said, I'll come with you. Because Adam, you know, being a a doctor type... And you said, who said that? (laughs) Because it was getting dark. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't clearly visible. Well... We grabbed a tray, and I love that about Adam. He's a very decisive type. Hmm. He said, yes, let's do this. But if you're yeah. in the medical business, oh, you can't he's fabulous. Faff. You can't faff. He doesn't faff. Saul's faff. He found a tray. We piled up the tray with food. We had hungry people back there. Hmm. Must have been at least, I'd say, between nine to 11 bowls. So let's wow, call it 10. Wow, quite a step, isn't it, to <laughs> take <laughs> over the job of the chain? Quite a tray. We crammed yeah, on the big tray. tray. We were carrying it over. I said, I'll take it. He said, no, 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 very gentlemanly, I'll take it. Of course, back to your point, Frank, what Adam had failed to remember is that he was wearing a black shirt and black trousers Mm. and carrying a tray with ten bowls on it. Mm. The first hand descended about half a second in. Of course. I battered it off. Right. Another hand came, another hand. There were about 15 hands. People fell upon us. I said, no, stop, no, no, it's no. our food. I can hear you. <laughs> no! 
I said, please leave it, please. It's our food. We've queued. It's our food. These people would not... And also it was horror characters descending on the food. So it was not a great moment. Oh, it sounds awful. It was awful. This is Sunax Britain. <laughs> <laughs> Blood-soaked zombies <laughs> grabbing your crisps of food. Blood-soaked zombies were grabbing my pulled pork. And at one point... Well... The, <laughs> Adam looked panicky. He realised, oh, dear, what have I done? I got so desperate at pushing the people away, they wouldn't listen. So for some reason I just shouted, I started, I changed tack and I started saying, he is not a waiter, he is not a waiter, which sounded a bit hot. Yes. He is a free man! (laughs) (laughs) At one point I said... He is a guest. Oh, that's great. That's good. <laughs> I love being verbally defined as I walk across the room. I was shouting, he is a guest, as he walked across the room. I can see the mistake, though, that this could have occurred. I yeah. mean, there was one point, the final man, there was a man in some sort of gold lame jumpsuit who followed me and Adam to the bitter end. He would not give up. Mm. He wouldn't, even he's a guest, didn't put him off. And, it, and eventually we had to sort of say to him, I had to take him and say, this is our food. We've, we've waited a long time to get it. He was still trying to grab it. Oh, wow. So don't wear black, OK? No. At a party, if you're going to be carrying a tray of pulled pork and pasta across the room. Yeah, but who'd know that in advance? <laughs> that, that's where this all falls down as advice. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. And you know what? You can also email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk and that's free. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Outside... Uh, we had a few. Okay. Out, outside outside world tweets, we've <laughs> had a few. But not too few to mention, I Do you know, hope. that puts me off people a bit. What? When their song... I mean, it's late to be put off them, but if they choose as... Let's call it their final song, My Way. Mm. I told you my My Way embarrassment, naff, didn't I? Huh? I, I, I? An ex-girlfriend and I went to see Robbie Williams live mm. at um, some big arena gig... Mm. And he sang my way. And I said to her, come on. He's, I love Robbie, he's got a great voice, but he can't be doing my way, that's ridiculous. And at the end he said, I'd like to dedicate that to Frank Skinner, who's in the audience tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you felt such a git. I felt a git beyond git. Did you? Post git. Oh, I like... Git plus. I like Beyond Git, because that'd be your new autobiography. Um, no, I don't think I've ever truly got beyond it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, und, und, as they say in uh, Germany. Well, speaking of trick-or-treating mm. and your, your, bird, your new burden, Frank... Your, your oh, I thought you were going to say your new bird. I thought it was going to be a bit oh, 90s. No. I was going to say, can't say that. Uh, <laughs> the bowl of sweets by the front door. Mm. Oh. Are they still there? Well, some of them are. <laughs> I've eaten most of them. It's like, it's like the holy water bowl when you go in and out of church. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any of the uh, the lipsticks? Um, what are they? Is that grandfather clock ticking? Sorry, I'm, I was just kicking the uh, lower <laughs> section of my stool. Listen, I don't do that. 
Uh, yeah, it's it does, not. It does lend a, a drawing really... room atmosphere to the radio It sounds like someone's about to say, come. <laughs> Pierre always performs um, in a velvet jacket, of course, and if I you're do. aware of that. It's the sort of noise you'd expect. Oh, he collects the bits. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, it's the sort of noise you'd expect to hear in the drawing room of the gentleman who said to my father... Fellow notices me things. Yes. <laughs> okay. Or oh, so helpful. I do apologise. Uh, well, Pierre was talking and I interrupted. Well, as a, as a, a sweet aficionado, Frank, mm. did you see the news that there will be this Christmas no bounties in the celebrations? Oh, yes. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something about this is that there was a lot of bounties in the um, trick or treat this year. When I walk past that bowl, it's like walking past a 1980s version of the body shop. The smell of coconut coming from it. <laughs> and, yeah, so... And, and I had a bounty out of the bowl, and it was, you know, when... Um, Frank, that's really annoying I'm sorry, I'm trying to know where to put my feet. <laughs> yeah, but um, don't, you've got some Dave Allen affair going on around there. Yeah, anyway, so um, I forgot what I was saying now. You were talking about the bounty. Oh, yeah, so I had, a bounty, I had a bounty out, out of the, the trick-or-treat bowl. And you know when chocolate, I believe the term is oxidises, <laughs> it's got yeah. that. It's, it's not got, got the white bits. Yeah, it's oh. gone. It's gone sort of grey on the outside. So that is, I think, someone has had those, well, let's get rid of those bounties. So I did wonder then yeah. is if, there's, if there's an anti-bounty thing. Um, but I, am, I'm, I was uh, shocked. I, I mean, everyone's saying, well, you know, this is just a publicity stunt and everyone's talking about it and that's great for them. Well, I mean, like, celebrations need advertising. Mm. And also, my advertising for them is I shall never buy celebrations again. (laughs) (laughs) And I urge you all to join me in that boycott. Because um, I think it was Mark Twain who said, uh, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. (laughs) And this idea that people don't like who... Who are these people who don't like bounties? Well, they're saying it's young people. Oh. So it's now... I mean, after another seven flavours they can have. But I've, it's now got to the stage... What about Grandma? <laughs> I'll be all right. It's now got to the stage... <laughs> 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 you can't even dig your hand in for a chocolate treat without someone saying, OK, boomer... Just because uh, of the chocolate you chose. Is that chosen. right? Oh, That's what they wow. say to us, Frank. I think it's the worst... <laughs> if it is a marketing trick, which it obviously is, it's the worst marketing decision since we were introduced to the man behind the Go Compare <laughs> opera singer. And he is now in the... Advert- what, we want to see behind the scenes of the Go Compare man? No. <laughs> No, we don't want we don't want the making of go compare. <laughs> Thanks it's a, very much. It's apocalypse now. Oh, it's the worst idea. on Absolute Radio. We're talking about the bounty, Frank. Yes. And they are saying thirty-nine percent of people wanted them banished. Hence the trial removal. I don't like the trial. I keep referring to it as the trial, like some sinister Kafka experiment. (laughs) Can I remind you when 48% Mm. of people um, 
wanted to remain in the EU. Yeah. Um, of course that didn't happen because 52... In other words, 52% of the people who voted wanted to leave. That was that. 39%. When did that win? What is it? Well, exactly. GCSEs? <laughs> I think 40% is the past. I didn't even make a GCSE pass. CSE grade two is what 39% is. And now they're going to act on that by removing the bounty. I'm I unhappy say, about it. I like bounties. Justice for the 60%, Frank. I'm a fan of bounties, I have to yes. say. Are you? Mm. OK, boomer. Yeah. Um, Frank, I, that's I don't good like news. It. That's good news that Pierre likes the bounty. I'm, I'm a man out of time. Look, first they came <laughs> for the lime barrels and I did oh. not speak out. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's the bounties. I tried to... I, I, it, as This will come as no surprise to you, Frank, having spent so much time in a car with me. I immediately researched the bounty. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> did you come across the verb... Oh, or is it an adjective? Enrobed. That is absolutely oh. what I was about to bring up. Yes. So, hang on, what? So, the chocolate casing, is that, do they use the term enrobed? I've seen it used for other bars. Ah. Really? Enrobement is a chocolatey jargon. It's quite papal. It's quite papal. I was going to say, they're, they're, they're an inch away from saying it has chocolate raiment. <laughs> it is, yeah. I wish they'd said that. <laughs> there are a whole host of words in the chocolate world. I've never really... You know when you read the uh, the menu on a box of chocolates? I've always thought, how safe do you have to be in life to read the menu of a box? Just have a chocolate. If you don't like it, spit it out. How wrong can it go? People said, oh, I'm not sure. And it's still funny. We don't know what they are anyway. Oh, yeah, I, I'm making a decision based on it being Montelimar. Well, what is it? What is that? I've never What's been... Praline? That's why... Fondant. <laughs> That's why I favour the roses. Oh. I know they're a bit 1970s pensioner, but hear me out, because I think... That's they're... my catchment area. <laughs> <laughs> I find them more descriptive. Mm, That's what? where you get Golden Barrel uh... and such like. And hazelnut swirl and things mm. like that. But Brazilian they, darkness they, they have as well. They ditched my favourite as well. Did they? What was your favourite? Which was the purple one that had like a... a it's a big... Um, it's purple wrapper and it had... Um, Inside, it looked that it had a texture on the surface of the. It wasn't enrobed. It was. Um, <laughs> it's it like it like a shell, knot? and it had a knot in it. That made me sick. How can you? Why would you want to come across that? Look, there are some people in my life, and I thought of this when I was at Comic Con. We're outsiders. <laughs> we don't follow the herd. We have our individual tastes. And the idea that that be eradicated in an age where we celebrate difference, the bounty is going to be removed because 39% don't like it. Mm. Everything is wrong about it. I, like I say, I will never um, buy these again. <laughs> and um, never buy these again. I won't. This is it for me. Uh, and some of the ones that's got through, like Twix, Twix remains, no. Bounty Ghost, and Twix. It's a biscuit. It's a biscuit. What posing. about Malteser Teaser? That makes me ill. I don't mind the Malteser no, Teaser. No, it's Malteser Teaser. What? Do you understand what that is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Strangest, I know my way. Strangest argument we've ever had. I know my way around the celebrations. I like a Maltese. I don't mind a Twix. You know, I don't. I don't mind a Twix. I think a Twix is rubbish. Yeah, basically, I agree. Um, I think it's. The, I think it's deliberate. It's, it's giving two fingers to the public uh, in a very real way. Um, Snickers. But my view. All right, but what I, what I don't think there's eight varieties. So when I get them, I think well I won't have those. I'll have these. I don't think I don't like those. So I want those to not be in the box yeah. anymore because I don't like them. What kind of attitude is that? Yeah, a bit gittish maybe. I mean, look at the TV ratings. Look at how many good programs are in the top ten, mm. and then. <laughs> Look back at the 39%. Think again. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. The Celebrations font. <laughs> yes. I thought, perhaps erroneously, I thought that it was made up of sections of the font from its constituent bars. Oh. In which case, if they exclude bounty... What, so you mean with the lettering, it's a little bit of galaxy in my life? I think I think there's like a letter R from the Mars bar or stuff like that. I think yeah. that's right. Is that right? So if they get rid of bounty, they'll have to be celebrations. Well, if, if they're not... Well, they're <laughs> with the G from galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the end might have to... It's going to be, by the end, perilously close to Celeriac. Who's going to buy that? <laughs> Celeriac, anyone? Ooh, very Christmas easy. <laughs> no, I, I think that... I mean, correct me, someone out there... Uh, uh, the, our listeners, our readers, as I like to call them, know basically everything between them. But I've always looked because the font doesn't make any sense unless it's a composite. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's all over the place, yes. the font. So it must be, if there are any experts in code ecology listening. I'm always quite disappointed when the celebrations come out. In general, really. Oh, yeah? But I find, yeah, I just always feel when that tub comes out, couldn't you go... A, a heroes? I mean, they're the, out of the four, hmm. really. I'd say they're the What most, are the four? Well, I, the big four. Yeah. But I know about this, thanks. Miniature, Safari, miniature heroes, heroes, Quality Street, yeah. Roses, Celebrations. Yeah. That's what I would go. That would be my big four. Mm. Okay. okay. I think that's right. Would you be, agree with that? I'd it's, sort of forgotten. Any others, yeah. I'd forgotten forgot? about Roses and Quality Street, to yeah. be honest. Oh, I wasn't even sure they still existed. Yes, uh, how dare you? Lovely purple tin. Steve uh, Burgess tweets in, enjoying this scrutiny on the bounty. Oh, oh very, oh. very fine work. Really excellent. The, I used to live around the corner from the grave of uh, Captain Bly, who was the oh. captain of the bounty. Yes. Yeah? He was... Uh, See, he was a guy, like the Tamagotchi, known only for death. He was only known for um, losing authority. Yes. Where was this? Is this in the South Seas? No, <laughs> no, it was Lambeth. OK. <laughs> um, it's actually in the, in the graveyard of the Gardner Museum, which is immediately next to Lambeth Palace. Oh, ah. Quite a few Manxmen on board the bounty who mutinied. One of them they caught because he had a Manx three legs tattooed. On That's him. not people from Manchester. No, no it's M-A-N-X. people yeah, who yeah. don't have tails. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Um, I, I, many of you will know that Pierre is yeah, definitely good. 
but um, <laughs> he spent a lot of his childhood in the Isle of Man. Yes. So he loves he loves a Manx he's, reference. He, he's yes. very well travelled. Both places. Mm. Those are the two places. Yeah. It's, it's a great combo. I'd like to know what your average psychoanalyst would make of those two places. As, what do as you think? Up. Well, I don't know. I'll let you know. <laughs> this is not something I want to rush into. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, we're discussing all sorts of things this morning, Frank. Mm. Bit of bounty. Mm-hmm. Nordic walking sticks, remember them? Oh, yes, of course. The sort of what I thought of as ski sticks that one sees people walking on dry land mm. with. Yeah, what's the... Is there any news on those? Any updates? Well, <laughs> we've had a few. I mean, someone used them... I'm just deciding whether it's OK to... Someone used them in a sort of vigilante capacity. OK, I don't know if we generally... <laughs> I don't know if uh, we should generally... <laughs> but it was... Celebrate vigilante law. I, I won't go into it, because we obviously... Absolute Radio does not... Um, endorse any of that kind of behaviour. It's a very fine line, isn't it, between vigilante and have a go hero. But I would say this came in. <laughs> have into a go the... heroes, that'd be a good uh, chocolate <laughs> selection. <laughs> <laughs> See, no one have says about have a go heroes, they, they died, but like they do about Tam- <laughs> Tamagotchis. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. They should, they should market those especially. Ooh, have a go, that. comma, Ooh, heroes. Do you want to have a go hero? Oh, I wouldn't mind one of those. It's a slightly yes. riskier selection. Oh, have you got the uh, approaches hooded dudes after dark? That's my favourite tweet. Well, that's essentially what happened here with an elderly man. Okay. And let's just say he came out victorious. Well, with, because of his ski sticks. Mm. And we'll mm. just say, I mean, there was no one was sort of harmed beyond repair. No. But I think they got a fright, those lads. And uh, let's just say Juliet says Nordic walking sticks rock. Yeah. For that reason. Well, that's, um, they're taking on a sort of sword stick. Feel, seems to me. It's all gone a bit Adam Adamant. <laughs> Marianne from Staffordshire. That's actually where you're from, near Frank. I used to be because West Bromwich used to be in Staffordshire yeah. and then it suddenly uh, was in the West Midlands when they changed all the boundaries. Okay. I didn't feel a moment of movement. Did you not? No. Okay. Hello, Frank, Emily and Pierre. When I first met my husband, his Lambretta was our only mode of transport. Mm, oh, romantic. Isn't it? Other scoop- Who's her husband? Phil Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, nice, though. Other scooter drivers would always wave. Bikers, I'm afraid, would usually use a, a hand mm, signal. Yeah, I bet. OK. I've always driven a proper Mini... Marianne's put that in uh, Does she marks. mean the original meaning? Quite rare now. Yeah. Yes, that's what mm. I had for a while, Frank, you remember. What you want is a racing green. But mm. other mini drivers wave or flashlights. We'd often do that to each other, yes. I love it. I think it's a really sweet thing. Yeah. I've got to find something I can I have in common with. If only gits were instantly <laughs> recognisable. Um, but maybe we can work on that with some sort of headdress. <laughs> Mig has got in touch. We've been talking this morning. Mick? No, Mig. Oh, M-I-G. Mig. We've been talking... That was a member of Curiosity called the Cat was called Mig. Only other Mig I've ever killed heard of. Killed the Cat, I think. Oh, did I, what did I say? Cured? Call, <laughs> called. I'm sorry. Curiosity called <laughs> Call. the Cat. <laughs> Hello? Mig says... 
Hello, this is Curiosity. Who, who? How did you get my num? Is that the cat? Never mind. Uh, who, how did you get this? God. Oh, dear. Slightly um, haughty cat. They are haughty. Yeah. They're very haughty, but I like that about them. Yeah. Mig says, uh, didn't the RAC salute other RAC members when driving past? Was that traditionally, that was something I'd heard of as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah that's nice. I hope they do that. <laughs> well, I see one associates the AA with niceness, turns out. Because remember, it was a very nice man when the AA bloke came. Mm. Do you remember that? <laughs> Looking at me like... He's all, I know, he's, he's gone, it's finally happened. <laughs> yeah. People are saying, Ruth Jordan, one of our regulars, the bounty goes, but the Twix remains. It's a biscuit, a cry of injustice that exactly. will live with me forever. <laughs> Indeed, I, I, exactly. Also, I've noticed, and this is something I hate, I wish major iconic companies wouldn't amalgamate with other companies. So you get names like, this is now Mars Wrigley. Oh, it it is. Is. oh, I don't oh like that. If you're going to do that, <laughs> you've got to be called the Mars Wrigley Bar from now on, as far as I'm So people are thinking, ooh, not sure about the new Mars Wrigley Bar. It's got a bit like a chewing gum element, a bit spearmint. Chewy chocolate. mint in there. Yeah. I don't like that at all. Although the next time I stay in a hotel incognito, I will call myself Mars Wrigley the third. I was going to say, <laughs> Mars Wrigley is the sort of name that the grandchild of the Wrigley dynasty <laughs> Exactly. Would you have. don't get thirds for that anymore, do you? They've, they've seemed to have gone. No. It was Loden Wainwright the third, the singer. It's very American, the third. Yeah. And, oh, um, it really is. Very strange. Um, what was the... Junior. George Hamilton the fourth was the yeah. country westerns. They're all singers. It's normally uh, troubled billionaires... Is it? favour the uh, mm. first, second, third. If because it takes three generations, I believe, or is it two, to lose a fortune? Three. Just bear in mind, everyone. Oh, OK. Is it three, yeah. Mm. We, as we're near the end of the show, um, for next week, if anyone can think of any current um, numbered individuals, any the seconds or the third, I don't mean like Charles the no. third. I mean with surname and then... Like Loudon Wainwright the third. It feels like it's died out. Because they do have. Sometimes the alternative is the junior, the Robert Downey yeah, approach. Well, we but talked, we prefer first. We talked third. about juniors the other week, and there's more of those. But mm. the, the thirds and stuff, they are. Um, Can I say, Frank? Finally, mm -hmm. uh, acknowledging each other. Kev says football fans whose teams have been managed by Steve Bruce. Oh, <laughs> yes, I can understand what that acknowledgement would be. That's like um, when you pass someone in a hospital ward. <laughs> OK. <laughs> God bless him. I'm sure he's a smashing chap. But I never want to see him at the Albion. Ever. <laughs> ever. OK. Ever. Again. Um, anyway, look, if the good Lord God spares sake. us, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time uh, next week. Now get out.